more about our host, O.J. Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Letting us know that Jesus is referring to himself as the living water. He's referring to himself as a well of water. In Jeremiah 2, verse 13, Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, God was upset with the Israelites. And he said this, my people have committed two evils. Number one, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. And they have hewed or dug for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that hold no water. A cistern is an underground reservoir that holds water. It's my understanding that the Israelites in their time, they dug cisterns, underground reservoirs, so when it rains, it holds water. So the cistern is kind of like a well, but it's not a well, okay? But my emphasis is the fact that God is letting us know that he is the fountain of life. He is the water of life. He is a well. I'm going through this because I'm going somewhere with this. So we're going to go back to Moses and Zipporah. And we're going to look at the well from the perspective that the well represents God and his ability to meet your needs. Because water is for our sustenance. It's my understanding that we are made up of 70% water. We need water. If you don't drink water for a long time, you are on your way to your demise. Water is a supply. Water is nourishment. Water is something we need. So I want you to see the well, God in a sense is saying, I am the well of life. You need me. I'm your provider. I provide everything you need. So God, I want us to see the well as God and his ability to provide and meet all our needs. So, Moses and Zipporah, uh, Moses and Zipporah Exodus. Jethro has seven daughters. They go to the well. In our day, the well is situated in a certain environment. This woman went to get water from the well, and in the environment where they were supposed to get water, they experienced rejection from the shepherds because the shepherds drove them away which is another synonym or form of rejection. When someone is driving you away, when someone is pushing you back, when someone is coming against you, so when someone's frustrating you, every time the woman went there, they had to deal with the shepherds. Moses stood up for them. They went home. Dad was shocked. They were home earlier than usual. Well, lets us know that they usually came late. And the reason they usually came late was because they had to deal with those chauvinists. You see, Jethro has seven daughters. I think the average father will want his daughters to get married. So I don't know all the story around them, but it seems like these guys were potentials. 
But these guys don't even like them. You see, sometimes even when guys don't really care for women, some guys will be nice, even if they want to take advantage of them. In this case, these guys just didn't care. They had no tact. They didn't like this woman. They drove them away. So this woman came to get water, but it was hard for them to get water because the shepherds drove them away. And sadly, a lot of people experience this today. The woman went to an environment where they were supposed to receive or draw water. But where they're supposed to receive nourishment, sustenance, is where they're experiencing rejection. It happens today where a lot of single people and people in general go to receive sustenance, to receive encouragement, is where they experience rejection. I'm referring to church because church is the place where the well of life should be situated. Church is where we have God. People come to church to experience the water of the word, to experience the water of life, and unfortunately, they are driven, by, driven away by people in church. It says they were driven away by shepherds. In the New Testament, shepherds is often used as a metaphor for pastors. Some people, perhaps some of you here, have experienced that kind of pain, that kind of rejection, that kind of closed door. You come in to receive from God, but the leadership drives you away. Not directly, but drives you away in the, in the form of offending you, in the form of taking advantage of you. That's why it's difficult for a lot of people to trust church leaders. And even I have to deal with the aftermath of that. People find it difficult to trust people in leadership or people in church, single people. I have been accused of sexual harassment. But I didn't take it personal because I understand that this happens. Maybe somebody took advantage of them. So people find it difficult to trust church leadership. It wasn't too long ago I heard about a prominent singles ministry that was discarded. And the reason, part of the reason I heard, I, I, I haven't confirmed this, and it's not that it's something I have to confirm, was because some leadership was involved in moral failures. But here it is, this woman were going to get water and they experienced rejection. But unlike this woman, what happens to most people when you go to a church or go to a fellowship where you're supposed to hear from God and receive from God and receive all that God has for you and you experience rejection? What happens? They don't go anymore. They stop. They quit. And when they quit, I can't say any more about six of the girls, but when they quit, they don't experience what Zipporah experienced. Zipporah found her husband. Makes me wonder how many people have missed out from what God has for them because they let a closed door, they let somebody in church push them away. But Zipporah and her sisters kept going to the well. Why would you keep Going to the well. You know these guys are there. You know these guys are going to frustrate your efforts. You know they're going to drive you away. Why do you keep going? 
course, common sense, they needed the water. But that's the mindset we need to have when we experience closed doors and rejection. That we need God. We need to see that we need God the same way they saw that they needed water because He is the water of life. Our mindset is that, God, I need you. You don't want me, that's cool. You don't like me, that's cool. But I need God. I need God. Sometimes we're supposed to go to the well to draw water. But you know how we are sometimes. We get distracted and instead of the water, we focus on who's around the water. We focus on other people. We get distracted from God. We end up like the people God was upset with in Jeremiah 2.13. My people have forsaken me and eschewed for themselves their own cisterns. And sometimes God allows the closed doors and the rejection because God is saying, you're focused on him. You're focused on her. I want you to focus on me. So make no mistake about it. Every time those girls went to that well, they knew why they were there. They don't care for these guys. These guys don't like them. That's fine, but we're coming for the water. Zipporah kept going, and she ended up with her husband. Closed door, the shepherds opened door, Moses. But she kept going to the water. Same thing for us. Keep going to God, and eventually... He will bless you. The Bible says, seek first, not seek only. Seek first. He didn't say seek only. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything that you need will be added unto you. She found Moses sitting by the well. You know what's funny? The name Moses means drawn out. You know why his name is called Drawn Out? Because he was drawn out of the river. But it's interesting. She goes to the well to draw water. And she, in a sense, drew her husband. When we draw to God, we can draw from God. Everything that he has for us. Let's go back to John chapter 4. Jesus and the woman at the well. Jesus meets the woman and says, give me water to drink. And she's like, you're not even supposed to talk to me. You are Jewish. And I'm Samaritan. We don't, we don't interact. And Jesus said something very profound. I really don't have time to unpack this, but he, he told her, if you knew who you were talking to, if you knew the gift, some translations say, if you knew the gift that I had for you and who is speaking to you, you would ask me and I'll give you living water. And the woman had the nerve to ask a very profound question, which God loves us, but it's really a dumb question. But she says, you don't have a bucket. The well is deep. Are you greater than Jacob who built this well and everybody drinks from this well? She's asking the God of Jacob if he is greater than Jacob. This gets real deep. It's just it's mind-boggling because there are two kinds of wells as evidenced in Jeremiah 2.13. There's the God well, the fountain of water, and the well that we make for ourselves. 
Jesus says, if you drink from this well, you will thirst again. But if you drink from the water I give, you'll never thirst. She's bragging about Jacob's well. Let's stick with the guy named Jacob. So there are two kinds of wells. There's the well of God where God meets all your needs through God, God's way. And there's the Jacob well. Jacob means supplanter. Jacob means deceiver. So I want you to see Jacob's well as another way that we try to get things for ourselves. Are you bigger than social media, Jesus? Are you bigger than the internet? You see, a system that is based on deception, presenting yourself in a way that is not who you are. Because Jacob, when he came to get the blessing from Isaac, dressed up, spiced up his profile (laughs) to get the blessing. And he did get the blessing, which came at a cost to him. And because God had planned it that way. But the bottom line is, is, my emphasis is this. The Jacob approach is based on deception. It's based on conniving. It's based on manipulation. And this woman is asking, are you bigger than this approach. Of all the things Jesus asked her, he said, go get your husband. And she said, I'm not married. And Jesus said, you're right, you're not married, that's good. You had five husbands. And the one you're shacking up with is not your husband. But isn't it interesting that the lady who's bragging about Jacob's well is still single. She's tried it six times. It didn't work. It makes me think about a lot of people out there trying things, the Jacob approach. Spice up your profile, get a bucket, work hard, get a bucket to catch a mate, get a bucket to fetch a mate, working hard. I have, I know what it's like to draw water from a well because I have done it. You need a rope tied to a bucket. First of all, you pray that you don't lose the bucket. I've done it with a stick, a long stick with a, with a nail, nailed to the stick at an angle, and you pray that the bucket doesn't drop. How many times have people using the Jacob approach dropped the bucket in trying to be in a relationship? drowned trying to be in a relationship. Some people fall in the well. Some people lose the rope, lose the stick, lose the bucket because you're trying to get something in the way that God will have made it easier for you to get. If you ask me, God says, you don't need a bucket, you don't need a stick. It's a gift. I got grace. You can just show up at the well and it's sitting right there. In other words, it's an easier process. You don't have to overwork yourself to get the thing that I can easily give to you. She went to the well. Funny enough, this lady was a worshiper. Because she said, our fathers worship at this mountain, but you say we need to worship in Jerusalem. And Jesus said, you don't know who you worship, but we do. But let us know she's a worshiper. Many worshipers still 
not using, not going to God who we're supposed to worship to get the thing that God will easily give us. And people face disappointment. They face heartbreak. And one of the reasons is because they don't know who they worship. They know how to worship. They know where to go worship. But they don't know who to worship. There's a lacking in a personal relationship with God. And that's why sometimes those doors are closed so that you can get to know God. Sometimes closed doors, rejection drives you to your knees and say, God, help me out. And God says, I'll be waiting for you. I can make it easier for you. You don't have to go through all of that. But first, get to know me. Get to know me. Then everything else will be added to you. She was excited and she dropped the bucket and ran and said, this guy has told me everything about myself, which is what you need before you venture into any relationship. You need to know yourself while you are single. Not when you are married, like, man, I made a mistake. While you are single, and that's why God allows closed doors so that you can so that it can be an open door to something or someone else better for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtooksministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.